0: This is what we do here. Uh, if this is your first time, we do this every time we gather. We open up God's Word together. It's so important to us. And so we love that. And we believe by God's grace, the help of the Holy Spirit, we can live out what God's called us to do. And so um, we want to learn that, see what He has to say to us today. So do this, if you would. Open your Bible with me to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Amen. If you're wondering why there was a woo-woo, yeah, we love the Word. Amen. We love it. And uh, Luke chapter 2, and um, also if you're a YouVersion Bible app user, we say this every week, uh, we have an event taking place right now. If you use that mobile app on your mobile device, which is a great way to read the word, um, nothing like the old paper Bibles, I love it, I use it. And I will never get away from it, but I love it digital as well. So if you use that, click on the you version right now, click on More, and then Events, and you'll actually see a live event taking place. And you can do this. You can follow right along with us this morning in this message. And so Luke chapter 2, I'm going to read verses 1 through 7. And um, I guess this is a little bit special for me this year to be able to read this with you. Uh, this is the Christmas story, and uh, we read this... Uh, with my side of the family um, every year when we gather on my side of the family and um didn't gather with them with them this year uh, unable to do that have some other places in America just. You know how that works, but uh, we're unable to gather uh, as a family, sit down, and read this. And so it's just special to be able to read this with you today. And so it's just a part of the Christmas story. And it's in Luke chapter two, and you can follow along with me. It'd be on the screen as well, and uh, or if you need a Bible, we give those away right there at Connect. We want every person to have a Bible. But verse one, if you've got it, look at chapter say, I have it to you. Come on, tell them. <laughs> say, I have it to you. All right, verse one, and it said that it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria, and so all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Love that. Because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son. Capital S. I love that son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end, Whew, let's pray, and um, then we'll talk about this. So, Father, I just want to thank you uh, today just for the honor just to be able to be in your house, to be with family and be with those that I love, Lord. And just to be able to just get into your word today and just ask you to speak to us. Lord, we just thank you for this season. We thank you for our friends. Thank you for our family. And ask that you'll speak clearly in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Raise your hand if you had a Merry You got what you wanted. All right, you got it. Amen. Good, good. If if they did not get you what you want, raise your hand and say, you still need to do something. It's not too late. Amen. It's not too late. All right. All uh, right. I hope you did. I'd hope you just had a merry, very, very Merry Christmas. Um, And uh, this is a time of year where it can be very tough for some. It can be very hard for some. And uh, But there's there's some things that I believe around Christmas that's kind of gather around Christmas that we kind of reflect on during this season uh, that no matter where you're at, if this is a tough time, difficult time for you, maybe it's a great time, whatever that may be, there are some things that I believe are so important. And... Um, with Christmas, kind of fell on a different, weird time this this year. Uh, you know, with it being on a Saturday, that put us six days before, our Sunday before Christmas put us on that six days before. The Sunday after, of course, puts us right after. And so uh, we have Why Christmas last week. Again, Lamont brought a great message. But I think with it being right after uh, Christmas today, I felt in my heart to kind of continue on in this. And so today's Why Christmas Part two, amen? And so as we look at this, and we are, we're in this series right now called Why, and what we're doing is just simply this simply is we're looking at why we believe what we believe, celebrate the way we do, who we celebrate, and so again, there's a lot in this series, I hope you're getting that, and you're going to be seeing some. if you're ready for an Ask Me Why t-shirt, we're trying to create conversations around you, you sharing the gospel, you taking the message of Jesus to those you love, and so those have been ordered, those will be coming in soon for you free, so looking forward to getting those out and getting those on you and hearing stories about how God's using you in those conversations. But now I want to pick back up, and why uh, Christmas part two, I want to talk about Christmas today because I know technically it's like, it's over like yesterday, but again, there are some things around Christmas and the presence of Christmas and presents themselves that I think that, that comes from Christmas that we focus on that we should never get away from. Uh, I think we do highlight those things certain times of the year, but I, there are some things that I believe we should hold dear to our heart because, again, that kind of temporary thing that happens in Christmas, you know what it is, Just because you put up decorations and it's a temporary thing. Um, I, I don't know about you, uh, this is how we're geared um, in our house, uh, we... The, the celebration was over yesterday, and as soon as the celebration was over, before the last part of family got out the door, my wife was like, go to the attic get the boxes, redone. And so if you go to the, to the Rogers house today, there's no sign of Christmas. Who else has taken her decor? Anybody else like us that weird. are We got Carl Willis in the back. Thank you, bro. Me and Carl are the same. Well, that's it. All right. So who's taking them down today? Or, or who's going to let them hang today? Who's going to let them hang out for a little bit longer? Some, next Christmas, somebody said next. Come on <laughs> I felt that man. Oh, that's good. But it's just, uh, and you, you know, some of y'all may be that person who does that. That's okay. There's grace for that. Amen. But uh, there, it is. But it does this. It's a. It's like temporary. You know what I'm saying? Like it is. It kind of makes you kind of get in a temporary mindset. It makes you kind of think that well, the decorations are down, Christmas is over. And it's kind of like done. Uh, and it's kind of like ending and, and I don't want that to happen for us. I, I don't want us to kind of get away from the things that Christmas brings for us. Um, and I hope you did get the gifts and, and and it's tough. You you hope to get a gift that like kind of like just is like really good gift that just Keeps working, actually. Um, ha- have, have you ever gotten a gift on Christmas Day and it didn't make it through the day and it broke? You could be all the way back to when you were a kid. Anybody else, man? Your parents did that to you, right, yeah. Some of y'all, yeah. Some of y'all still holding that, man. Let it go, all right? Just release it, release it. But I remember I, I got a Spider-Man uh, wrist dart uh, shooter, web shooter, and um, I was a little, I was a little guy, man, and I was just, I'm, I remember I was so excited. I got Spider-Man underoos. If you know what underroos are, <clears throat> they're, they're, and it has Spider Man underroos, and I got a Spider Man wrist dart shooter, and it was probably one of the coolest inventions that I had ever seen. Uh, it would, I, would, I, would, I put the Spider Man dart uh, little shooter on my wrist, and it had a little trigger that you could release, and it actually had a dart. Connected to a string that wound up onto the device on my arm. I mean, well ahead of his time. Yeah, I mean, sick. I mean, it was sick. And it was if you if you've ever dealt with dart, this is maybe just the guys in here can appreciate this. Some of the ladies don't. I'm sorry, but this is just maybe for us. But you know, if you, if you want the dart to stick to the to the object, what do you do? come on, man, yes, all right, You, I thank y'all for, for being awesome, all right, you lick it, man, you you, you, lick, you lick the door, and I remember, man, sitting on the toilet as a little boy, and uh, we had tile walls, and it's just, just I'm sorry, I was it was just how it works, and this is the truth, and so I remember sitting there licking the thing, and shooting it, and it going off, and it actually sticking to the subject, but it was no longer connected to my arm, it had broken on day one. Heartbreaking for a child. Yeah, heartbreaking. And uh, thankfully, my mom, if you know my mom, Agnes... Is a beast, man. She can fix anything. And so she actually fixed it back, made it better than what it was. I'm telling you, the woman, she's a trip. If you know her, she's, she's wild. She actually and t- made it back and fixed it. And so for the longest time, I went around licking that germs everywhere, man. COVID didn't exist back then. And I, I mean, just licking that thing, shooting it on anything and everything that it would stick to. And I loved it. It was just something about a gift that just keeps going. Now, I hope this is what, when we're talking about Christmas, the gifts that come around Christmas for us are gifts that keep coming. That keep giving that don't that, that you don't kind of like let out of your mind. That it's now that the music's no longer playing Christmas songs, praise God, and uh, and and now that you know again the decorations these will be gone and in, in the church and outside they'll be gone tomorrow. All right, and uh, they'll be out of here. But I hope what we learn about Christmas and what we truly celebrate about Christmas never leaves us. So I want to do this. If you're following on YouVersion, Version, it'll be on screens as well. But I want to give you five gifts today that kind of just gather around Christmas that we. We celebrate around Jesus' birth, and there's so many more. I mean, if we could look at, but I just want to give you five today, and uh, we'll go through these pretty quick. But I want us to look at five things that come around Christmas. And number one is so important, it's what Jesus brought when he came. And the first one this morning is this: it's salvation. Amen. Salvation. Have you ever received the gift? of salvation, amen, any, any receivers of that gift, amen, come on, amen, aren't you thankful, it's not like my Spider-Man dart gun, that man, first time you try to use it, it's, it broke, and it's, no, 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 that's not salvation, amen, salvation, man, comes to us, and it never breaks, it never leaves us, man, when we come, he, it is so, uh, such a beautiful thing, and I love this, it was prophesied that this is what Jesus came to bring, from day one, from early back, in Luke chapter 1, in verses 67 through 69, we'll see where when John the Baptist was born. John the Baptist coming on the scene. And you'll see where Zacharias, it says in verse 67, now his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, there's something about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. Drop down to verses 76 and 77. It says this, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest. Speaking of his son, it says, For you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins. Now, I love this. When Jesus come onto the scene, we see again prophesied before. We'll see back 700 years before he ever came onto the scene to where it was declared that this is what Jesus come to bring to his people. Matter of fact, just that name Jesus in the Greek it says, I am the God who saves. Amen, that he is salvation. That is what he brought for us. And this is what I, I think is so amazing today. When salvation comes to us, it's not just to ultimately just for you to just on this earth to be without, to be less, to just barely make it. I don't believe that in any way. We've, we've learned how God wants to bless our life. I don't believe, again, you got saved just to go to heaven. Come on. anybody. If, if you believe you just got saved just to go to heaven, then you will probably have a tough life until you get there. It will. It'll be very difficult for you, but when you start seeing that, man, the salvation that comes to us—that we see what God brings to us—that that salvation is reversing a curse of sin on our life, and it's bringing a healing and a bro- uh, uh, healing to brokenness, and that curse of sin is broken forever. And then we start seeing the victory that comes in the salvation that God brings. Now, this is this is so cool. Jesus' entry into the world—it is available. It says in Scripture, it says. For all who believe, and for all that believe and trust in him, there's a salvation that comes for us, and the ultimate fulfillment that we look for is so many other things. There are a lot of people who got a lot of things for Christmas. I mean, it's amazing. You can look at Instagram, and you can look at Facebook, and you can see what's going on. You can see what gets posted. There are a lot of people with a lot of things that they got. And again, I don't believe anything wrong with things. I don't believe anything wrong with you having things. It's it's when those things have you. It's when, again, they become your God. They they become the source that you're trying to find happiness in. You will never find it in those things. You will never be able to in any moment in your life. And you see a lot of people with a lot of stuff, and they're still hurting. They're still missing something. I'm just going to say it. It's because they don't have salvation. It's the truth because the word salvation also means that he come to deliver us and he come to rescue us. Now, this is amazing. You see a person who's already been rescued. They, just, they're, they're, they, they live a life of celebration and thanksgiving for that. It's different. If you see someone who's out there, man, if you've ever seen a movie or show or or even physically, again, we know we have EMTs, people who actually go out. If you've ever seen someone like they're physically in a place of drowning and they haven't been rescued, and and and, and I mean it's like they're just they're struggling, they're wailing, everything's difficult, everything's hard. The moment that they're rescued and brought up out of the water is cool. The moment they come up, you'll see it when like when you've been rescued and you know you've been rescued. You just live different. You're thankful. You begin to hug the, the firefighter. You be, you hug the person who pulled you out. You're so thankful for the rescue, the salvation that you've been given. Now we're seeing a lot of people in our world have a lot of stuff, but they're still walking around. They're flailing. They're running around. They're tra- they're trying to stay, keep their head up. Why? They haven't been rescued, they haven't received the salvation that Christ come to bring to us, and this is what's so it's so cool. I love this salvation for us. We celebrate it, and we look at it at Christmas time, and we should. We should focus on it, man. I'm so thankful for it, but it's for eternity. Come on, amen. This is something that comes to us through Christ, and we celebrate it when he comes to this earth, but this is for us something that goes throughout all eternity, and we've looked at this, and we've dug deeper into this, even in this series, Why Salvation. So go back. If you weren't here, listen to it. Learn about what all salvation brings for you. But, man, this is a Christmas time where we think about it, man, salvation coming, him coming to save his people. The Scripture says there, from their sins. Amen. I'm thankful today for salvation. Praise God. Secondly, this morning, we see this. I want to the greatest presence that we see right here at Christmas time is that he come to bring us joy. Oh, man. You ever been around somebody that has no joy? And you just kind of like, you want to give it to them or you want to get away from them. I mean, that's just, come on, let's just, that's let's beyond, that's what happens. We like, like, want to help them and give it to them. Or we just want to like, kind of like stay far away as we, we can from them. We, we don't want to do that. We want to be able to like, man, share the joy, man. Give that joy away. We, we sing it around this time, joy to the world. Amen. Why? Because the Lord has come. Amen. So he brought joy to us. Now, I want to pick up again the Christmas story, our opening text. We, we, we ended in verse 7 in our opening text. Let's keep reading. In verse 8, this is awesome. It says this, that now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. How cool would that be, man? Amen. Stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Come on. I'm talking about joy. You can have joy in all circumstances. Amen. You can have joy. There's a big difference in joy and happiness. Yeah. I mean, there are people who, who try to find something, make them happy for a moment, then it's gone. They still, up they're missing joy. And, and this, is, this is the thing. I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't always been happy. We're on the last Sunday of 2021. I wasn't always happy in 2021. I know y'all think, man, just the glory shines around me as I walk. And, <laughs> and there's a halo up underneath all this hair, you know. And, and you know, nah, there's not, bro. And this, it's just been a, again, for some of you, I've, been, I've sat beside you. I've cried with a lot of y'all this year. It's been a tough year. You know, we, just, we come out of 2020 like, 2021 is the year of Jubilee. It's, it's coming, amen. And then 2021 happened, amen. And, then, uh, and it was tough a lot of times. It was hard, and it was, it was, t- and a lot of times, just to be honest, man, when, when you lose people you love, I don't, it's like you don't like get happy about it. I mean, part of you celebrates. You, you know, again, of course, you grieve differently. But it, th- we've gone through some stuff, man. There's, we've we've been through things. A lot of you have been through a lot more, again, than I have. You've been through a, diff- a lot of difficult seasons. But this is what I've, I've found, and, and I, I'm so thankful for this. There have been a lot of times I haven't been happy, but you know, i never lost joy. Come on, I, I never lost joy, and, and sometimes I think maybe you know as Christians, like we put too much on our pressure on ourselves. You know, like man, we always got to be happy. Listen, there's just sometimes, man, we're not. Just sometimes, man, you don't feel like it, man. Just sometimes, you don't just you just don't have it, and it just don't feel like it's there. It's okay, but listen, don't ever let the enemy steal your joy. Don't ever let the enemy take away, man, the joy that comes. And again, we will experience difficulties. And, but this, again, this is the reason for this season where we celebrate joy coming to this earth. And this is what I love. When he, I, I love seeing little nuggets in Scripture where like that. that's awesome. When, when you see this word right here, man, great joy. All right, this is so cool. The word great is the word megos in the the Greek, all right? And I'm not trying to show y'all how brilliant I am. Just if you hit the little button on your phone, you can find Greek too, all right? All right, it's it's real easy. But it's just like that word megos. Is there a word that comes to mind when you hear that? Just mega. All right, that's where we get our word from. And I was like thinking to myself, like, how cool would it have been if the translators used that one? Come on, just read. Come on. Do not free afraid, right, for behold, I bring you good tidings of mega joy that will be to all people. Amen. And this is what I want you to think about, man. When we think about this work, we're talking about joy. I'm talking about not happiness, again, where it can come and go emotions, things that can leave us. But when he come to give us joy, true joy, it's mega, man. It's massive. It is great. It's huge. It's large. And this is the joy that you can have. And so like today, that means this for you. Like if you don't have mega joy in your life, it's available. Now, right now, if you don't have salvation, the first gift that comes, is available for you. It's what he brought to you. It's what he come to give. Joy is available, and, it, and it's great joy, mega joy for all who believe. And I love this. Again, it's joy, man. Unspeakable the Bible says full of glory. and man, that's the joy that we can walk in, and you'll do this. You will be able to see that in someone's life. Amen. You will be able to recognize that. You'll see it. But when they go through those hard times, when they go through those difficult seasons, when they go through those moments, you'll see something still in them. Like I said earlier, I've sat and cried with some of you, but I've also in those moments with you, I've saw many of you be able to say, man, I still believe. I still trust God. I still know that He's at work in my life. I still know that I see them again because they have a joy in their heart that the world can't take. It didn't give it. It can't take it. And so we have a joy that comes only from Jesus. Amen. It's the only place that it'll ever come from. True joy, great mega joy, only comes through Christ. And I love this. When he came thirdly, he come to bring, and it's a present for us, redemption. Oh man, redemption is so beautiful. Verse 36 of Luke 2. Let's keep reading the story. It says, now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord. This again, when they bring Jesus, when they bring him into the temple, when they bring him into that time where, again, he comes onto the scene, eight days of age, it's amazing. He says that she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Jesus paid the price to redeem us. Amen. He paid the price to redeem us, to buy us back in full. I mean, to do this, to, to restore to us, to, to give back. This is that's it's not a, like a layaway plan, all right. I don't know if you had to do Christmas in, on layaway. I hope not. But I mean, or if you pay on credit card, I hope not, because man, of interest boy he'll get you. Amen. Ask Dave Ramsey; he'll talk to you about it. Amen. But just I, I, it, it's but it's just wild that he did this. Christ came, paid it in full redeemed me, redeemed my sin, purchased my salvation, the redeeming that comes from Christ. And I love this. Charles Spurgeon said it this way, the heart of the gospel is redemption. And the essence of redemption is the substitutionary sacrifice of Christ. This is for us what Christ did. He died in our place. He died for our sins. And when Christ came, he brought redemption to us. And this means for us again, that he come to deliver us. I, I get amazed. I really do. I'm going to be honest. I get amazed at Amazon. Y'all thought I was going to go somewhere else real spiritual, didn't you? Y'all like, man, I'm about ready to go. Come on, tell me, pastor. what You was like ready to go to receive a word. Amazon. Dude, is it, not, is it not amazing, man? It's just we were coming back from Florida, and, man, this big, massive uh, truck, and, and it had Amazon symbol, and I was like, man, that's how it happens right there, man. You know, that's how it goes down. It, it's wild how much they're able to deliver. It, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. I mean, I'm serious. It's just to me to see what they do, how well they do it, to get that to your, your front porch while it's waiting, it's just wild to me. But think about it, man. Amazon has nothing on the redemption, the delivery, the paid in full that is delivered and brought to us in the person of Christ. And man, it is given and available to all. And this is the truth. There is only freedom available in him. There's freedom in no other way you'll find it in no other situation. And so the deliverance that he comes and brings. And so I'm just amazed by it. And again, way more amazed by Jesus than I am Amazon. Trust me, it's not even close. But I am, and it's amazing. But this is what he does. He come to deliver. And so this is the promise for you. This is just like a celebration around Christmas for us. that is lifelong giving. It means this, that anything happening in your life today, Any bondage that again, that what Christ brought, the salvation that he come to bring a gift to you, that that what he brought again, not to just get you to heaven, but to deliver you from the sin struggle now. The enemy has lied to a lot of people and gotten to the minds of a lot of folks to make them somehow believe that they have to be in bondage to that thing until they get to glory. Let me, I, I'm, I'm telling you, there is freedom from that. There is freedom from every struggle. There's freedom from addictions. There's freedom from bondages, pornography, drugs, alcohol, sin, pride. No matter what your struggle, no matter what the issue is, he come to deliver you. He come to redeem you in full. And this is how it is. Man, ask somebody, again, who's been set free, how good it feels. Ask somebody who has been delivered, who has, who God has done this, who has redeemed them from the curse of the sin in their life. May watch what happens in them—the the hope that that brings. Man, that's available for us. And this is just the truth today. There are too many Christians walking around in bondage, bondage to things in their mind, depression, strongholds, bondages to to, to struggles within their mind. There's too much given in what Christ did for us, for us to be held to those things. And so today, this is what he come to, redemption, paid in full, freedom in him, through him, and in him alone. No other way. Amen? That's the only way. Fourthly, man, this is cool. I love this. Lamont hit it last week, and he went through some of the different levels of peace. But fourth one this morning, man, I want us to be reminded of this, that, man, we don't get away from this, that, man, he come, and one of the presents that Christ brought for us is that peace. And that's when you have to see, man, that the redemption, the delivery, this freedom that come through Christ come to bring peace to you. I, I love the prophesied. Probably 700 years before Jesus ever came to the earth. Isaiah the prophet in chapter 9, verse 6. Oh, man, I love this. I saw this posted on a lot of people this, this uh, yesterday on their, their social media. Verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born. That son that we read about from Luke chapter 2 named Jesus prophesied and declared that he would come. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Oh, man, I'm telling the peace that we're talking about, only through Christ, only through him. And I I love this because we see in 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 Luke chapter 2, that story still continues. Man, I hope you take time to read Luke during the Christmas season, man, every year. But in Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 30, when they bring Christ in, they bring Jesus into that temple, there's an encounter that happens with a guy named Simeon, and I I want us to look at it. Verse 25, it says this, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Messiah, the Lord's Messiah, the the one who delivers and sets free, brings that redemption. Verse 27. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms. Man, get a picture of this. Think about this, man. We, We sing and there's been a big debate about Mary, did you know? Who's heard that debate going on right now? Ain't that silly. Mary, did you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, but it's just wild. Think about this for a second. Think about this encounter. Here, The Holy Spirit had led him there, put him in that position. They brought him in. He does this. He takes him up in his arms, and he blessed God and said, this is awesome. Verse 29, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation. Did you catch that? Listen. Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation. You know, you'll never leave this earth in peace until you see Jesus face-to-face. Then and only then. It's then and only then that, man, but it's amazing that once you encounter him, once you see him, and he was like, man, think about this guy. All those years, but a promise of Jesus' coming. And this is what's so incredible for us, that peace is not determined by our circumstance. It's not determined by our situation. You can be experiencing turmoil and pain, yet in the middle of that, have peace. How do you do it? You see Jesus face to face, and you see in that moment, now, God, do whatever you want to do. I can depart from peace. I can leave this earth. No matter what comes next, I can leave this earth because I have seen you face to face. And it brings us to our fifth and final one this morning, man. And it is the one that kind of brings it all together. It's the one that we celebrate here every week, every time we gather. And the number five and the most important one is that, man, Christmas for us, the greatest present that there is, is the presence of Jesus himself. And number five, man, we get that gift. We get Jesus. And think about this for a moment. Scripture says in Emmanuel, God with us. Oh man, God with us, man. This is why. This is why it's so different, man. This is why I've seen you walk through situations with joy, with peace, still being able to make it because He's with us he is there he never leaves us man it's so amazing I think that right now the God of heaven and earth is right now with everyone who calls on his name every person man who believes and puts faith and hope who receives the gift receives that rescue and that salvation I hope they have this with him and in John chapter 1 man in verses 1 through 5 this doesn't get shared around this Christmas time too often but man I think it should because it's part of the Christmas story. Because we see here in verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word. All right, And the Word uh, was with God, and the Word was God. So think about this for a second. Again, very beginning, we see what John had been given this Word. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. All right, So again, nothing got here apart from Christ, but apart from him. We see this. It was in it in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And man, it's what light does, it dispels darkness, man. It's why again we're doing ask me why, because we're taking light, we're shining light in darkness. We're going to change things, we're going to change cities, we're going to change lives. And this is what's so cool. We see that word that was there from the very beginning in verse 14. This is what's so beautiful. And it says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Oh, Amen. Jesus coming, celebrating Christmas. Man, the little baby, Him coming to earth. Man, it's all about the Word of God. It's all about Him being with us, Him being in our midst. And it says, and we beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. truth oh man I don't know I'm just so thankful man that when today listen he's full of grace and truth and man it is the grace of God that shines and brings truth into our life and man knowing the truth is what sets us free it's what enables us today to be able to and be able to celebrate after Christmas is over After the decorations come down, when we're no longer singing the songs, no longer like running around, going crazy, trying to get to somebody's house, cook a meal. When it's all said and done, we still have the presence of Jesus. We still have him. And I found this just to be true. The greatest way to experience Jesus. Because we see in this passage, it says, in the beginning was the word. Capital W. The Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God and that Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The greatest way, I believe, to experience Jesus is to read His Word. To spend time with Him in the Word of God. To dig deep. Now, I've mentioned this to a couple of people, and I actually I pretty, got it pretty excited because the reactions, I were like, man, thank you. I was, I was caught. I didn't know how that was going to be received. But I had mentioned this uh, about doing something in 2022. If you, know my, if you know my testimony, if you've heard my story, um, again, saved at a young age, at home, heard the gospel, heard the message, came alive in my heart. God saved me, Turn my heart stone, heart of flesh, changed me, oh man, again, not a perfect kid, but man, saved my life, I'm thankful for that day, but in 1982, three years later, at the age of 12, if you've heard this story, man, bear with me, but in 1982, thankfully, man, as a my family, man, had me in church, had me in a Bible church that believed in the Word and, 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 and focused on the Word. And I, I love it because in 1982, we did a campaign. Our church did. And again, they didn't talk about it all year, and we're not going to do that either. But they set something out, and they issued a challenge. And man, it clicked with me. And I was 12 years of age. And in 1982, we did a campaign in our church, and it was called Read the Bible Through in 82. And I started thinking about that, man. That was 40 years ago. Whoo, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that can be said about the number 40 and all that, that brings, but God started to, he's, he's been stirring in my heart this year. And I want to ask you guys, throw this graphic up. Just want to issue a challenge to you guys this year. If you want to do this, you want to read the Bible through in 22, and I like those 80s colors. Thank you, Adam. You did well. Our graphics—he did so good. I was like, it "Gotta be 80s." But yeah, we got it. Yeah. I want to I issue you this challenge because in 1982, two things happened that year. Not a doubt in my mind, those two things radically transformed, changed my life, made me who I am today. One of those is reading the Bible through in 82. Secondly, was the year I was 12 years old, baptized in the Holy Spirit, filled with power, filled with the fire of God. Without a doubt, in my heart, man, nothing, nothing. Those two things radically changed my life. And I hope that this year for you, 22, man, if you have not encountered the presence, the life-giving power of the Holy Spirit, this is a year of freedom that comes in the power of the Spirit for you. That's my prayer for you. It's what I want for you. It's what God has for you. And this is what's cool. That is a, it's a gift that he gives. See, the Holy Spirit is. We've taught on it, done series on it. It's a gift that he gave. But at 12, me opening up the Bible wasn't a gift sometimes. <laughs> and I'm just going to be honest it wasn't like, man, I got saved at nine. I was like, cool. Oh, I mean, you know, and then three years, you know, at 12 years of age, I was just so ready, man, to just spend time. Listen, man, but I did something. I was like, I'm going to do that. And it was the first time I read the Bible through and, and, and as, a, as a child, 12 years of age. Not a doubt, it changed my heart and life. So I want to ask you to do this this year. Some people are like, man, how do I do that? What do I do? What should I be studying? And again, you and God, he, the Holy Spirit leads you in that. But I think for us, I think we're going to see God do something. I believe we're going to see something. And it's just been stirring in my heart. Because we saw this, 40 days in the wilderness. We saw, we saw, man, you see a time frame. You see 40 years. You see a lot happening. You see a promise that comes after those things. And I don't know, just God has been stirring this in my heart that as his people begin to read his word, as his people themselves, it's why we're doing the church, that's why we're doing all these things. I love it, and I love preaching, and I love sharing the word. I love all the things that we do. But, man, you every day, Getting serious. You every day. And I'm also going to tell you it's not going to be easy. It's not, it's not going to be like an angel's going to come down, the heavens are going to open up every time. But something will happen and change your life radically when you open up God's Word. And so this is what I want to do. You'll actually find one of those if you use the Uversion app. I actually put a link in the Uversion event this week. And you can click on it right there. In the YouVersion app, they have Bible reading plans, and they have one-year Bibles, and you can just do this. You can read that. You can do that. But I want to ask you to do something. This is, this is why I believe it's so important. Angel and I started doing this, this one-year reading plan earlier this year, and I love it, and it's so cool to be able to do this with someone else. And so I, I, want, to, I want to invite you to do this. I want you to find a friend. Find, a, find an accountability partner. It could be a family member. It could just be a church friend. It could be a coworker. And I want you to do this. I want you to say this. Again, if, if, you, if you want the Word of God, you want to be serious about His presence. Say, I want to commit to this. Would you do this with me? And I want, it's, it's very, like, accountability is huge. And it's huge in our life. And so I want to invite you to find someone else. You don't have to do it right now, but before the January one begins, I want to invite you to dig into his word. And I want to invite you to read the Bible through in 22. And I, I, with everything within me, with everything within me, I believe if you begin 2022 in his word and you stay in the word of God, you'll come out a different person in 2020, 2023. You, you'll see it. Your life will change. Faith will come for you. You'll think different. You'll believe different. Some people are like, man, I'm struggling. I'm like, man, do you read the Bible Nah. You pray? No, I don't want to do it. Listen, th- this is going to help us. So I want to invite you to do this. I want to ask you to stand. And I want to invite you to do something today. I want you to just pray. <clears throat> and I want to ask you to do it this way. I'm going to ask you to pray and ask God to help you do this. I'm not even going to pray and say, like, God, ask me, God, do you want me to do this? <laughs> he does. He wants you to read his word every day. He wants you to spend time with him. So we don't have to pray and ask him. Yeah, it's not. So, again, but commit to commit to this this year. Commit to reading. Quit, commit to, to digging into the Word of God. And, again, this is why. This is why. Why Christmas? Why part two? Why go back in? Because we have the Word of God. We have Jesus himself coming, not just on December 25th when we celebrate. Of course, we know that's not when it happened. But, man, we take time to reflect. And just the five today, just those five gifts, the presence that those bring, salvation, joy, redemption, peace, Jesus himself. Those gifts are available for us today, the day after. And today I'm going to ask you just to bow your head, close your eyes, and just say, God, what are you saying to me today, Lord? What are you challenging me with in your word? If you're a seasoned saint, you've been in this thing a long time. I believe you can profit today from today's message. If you today are just hearing the gospel for the first time and Jesus is becoming real to you today in this moment, you can grow from this because there's so many areas God wants to speak to us in. (laughs) The salvation and joy and redemption and peace. Jesus himself. The celebration of Christ coming. I've asked the worship team to, to close this service out today with the last song that they sung during our time of worship, because I just felt that, Pastor little bro, you hit something in my heart too, and you was just in tune with what he was already saying to me. I don't know how this season's been for you. I don't know how busy it's been. I don't know how you've had to go from place to place or have people go run, try to pick up that last thing, fix that last moment. It, it can cloud Christmas. It can cloud the meaning about what it's all about. And I'd love for us today to just do this: find us a place and get with God. And as he sings this song, to just get and sit at his feet, sit with Jesus for these last few moments. And, man, I know, again, this is why Christmas part two, and we'll go on to something else next week, but I want you to get these things settled in your heart this morning. The man, the salvation that it brings, the peace and the joy that comes through Christ, the glory and the joy and the redemption, only comes through Jesus. So I'm going to invite you just to find you a place and get with Jesus. And today, if you don't know him, You know what this is for you? This is a day of salvation for you. Man, the gospel becomes real and radically changes our life. And so as the worship team ministers a song, if you're physically able and you're able to do it, you can come and you can kneel in an altar. You can sit down front if you're physically able to. Man, I I invite you to do that. Maybe you're just able to do it. Just turn around, sit near where you're at. wherever, Wherever that looks like for you. But spend these last few moments today of this service, of this season. It's the last Sunday of 2021. What better way to end it than at the feet of Jesus celebrating the greatest present that we can ever have, and that is Jesus himself. Let's worship him right now. And if you need prayer, prayer team's available for you. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.